Episode 130. Wow. What's up? Yeah. What's up? Hey, which pro athlete wore that number, huh? 130 athlete. Hey, can I tell you about like a weird leftist thing that happened to me at work this week? Yeah, sure. sure. I can. It's my podcast, too. Um, my employees tried to unionize. That's right. You no, I was them down to the fucking dirt. I forget how this came up. Oh, no, no. Yeah, right. A, a plumber was given a smoke, like a, a homemade hand-rolled cigarette to one of my coworkers. And it just looked like a spliff, but it was just tobacco. And he was saying how good it is. And you'll get a head rush, blah, blah, blah. And then somehow he brought up that I, tobacco is used in anti-venoms or something. I haven't done any research on this. This is just what this fucking guy was saying. And then he's like, did you know when they created COVID in a lab, uh, they actually used some venoms, which is why smokers weren't as heavily affected by COVID unless you were like a big chain smoker and then it oh. fucked you up more. And I was, we were like, okay, interesting, real. And he's like, yeah, like, uh, he's, then he mentioned something about having COVID, and he's like, I took ivermectin. And my coworker's like, oh, are you like, just shooting it up? He's like, no, it's just like a gel. It tasted like apples. And we're like, did it work? And he's like, I don't know. I was like fucking sick. I felt like I was going to fucking die. Um, <laughs> yeah, it overloaded my kidney for no reason. Right. That guy's listening to Stu Peters. That's who that guy is a fan of. Well, and, and that's the guy who said that uh, snake venom is. Like the COVID vaccine or COVID was either one of those was snake venom. Same okay, guy that also said that smoking is better for co people who get COVID because their lungs are coated. Well, uh, yeah, that turned out to not be true. Uh, yeah, American far right online personality and former bounty hunter. But what makes it leftist is we like transitioned into like how much electricians are making versus plumbers are making. Yeah, guys, and... if you like Stu Peters, follow him on Twitter at Hungry Stew. <laughs> That's right. And, um... <laughs> We uh the the plumbers make like currently like six bucks an hour more than electricians, and it's like for the most part similar work. It's like problem solving and stuff, um, dangerous in different ways. I guess electricity you can't see, so it's very dangerous. But the big difference is that they're union and and we're not. And so I like said that I was like, oh yeah, you know why? Like it's because you guys are union and we're not. He's like, yeah, you guys should unionize. It's so great. And I thought it was so odd that, like, this COVID crank that was, like, taking ivermectin and thought it was made in a lab with, like, venom and shit is, like, also incredibly pro-union. That is why unions are so cool is that even though, like, well, and weirdly, it's the left that's always pushing them, unions are not meant to be political in any way. Like, you can believe what you want. Yeah, exactly. It's all about equality. Yeah, that's supposed to be the source of the solidarity. That's the most important part. But, of course, you know... You're fucking gay if you like unions and you're a lib. Unless you work at like, you know, I grew up that I grew up fucking confused as shit. As like a conservative Catholic homeschooler that's trying to like become more leftist once I started like skateboarding and listening to punk shit when I was like fourteen and started realizing my parents definitely aren't the smartest two people on earth. Despite <laughs> me thinking of that forever. But I also grew up around the car industry, so you had a bunch of Trump loving type MAGA type guys that are easily tricked and shit, but they're also like, you know, I love my union more than my kids types guys. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'd do anything for this. The Frank Sorbaca types, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. The culture war stuff really did a number on those guys, telling them that, like, if you don't like your boss, that's gay. <laughs> you have to like your boss and get paid less. Or you're basically your a gay college student. Like, oh, okay. That's, that's like literally fucking Steven Crowder's philosophy. Oh, man. Can imagine working for that guy. So cool. it's interesting too because, like, I think a lot of like my coworkers that are like very pissed off that we're paid less compared to everyone else and really upset about inflation, and I think pretty uniformly would be pro union unless they were like managers or unless they had like shares in the company. Um, I think if you brought up any of that, like, like this is another reason why it's not just because we don't have a union. It's just like, this is how capitalism's designed to work or whatever. Yeah. I think there'd be like a ton of pushback on that, even though like they bitch every day about the material conditions that they're, they're living in and would also be in favor of like pro labor organization. You just have to tell those guys, if there's another vaccine and you unionize, the union can tell the boss that you guys are not going to take it. <laughs> and even honestly, if it's not true, honestly, maybe true, that'll push though. them over the edge. Be like, oh, that's like, just, yeah, just be like, just tell lies like that. Like, 
You know, yeah, like, I, what if all of us get together and organize to say we're not going to take the vaccine, and we tell the boss we get yeah. sick, give and a letter to the boss. And also we want a $5 raise. Say shit like, yeah, if, that a, too. if a union reaches 10,000 members strong as power equal to the president, whoa, <laughs> just tell us like that, like, it's pretty cool. A president is worth 10,000 guys. You know what they could tell me to get famous to do union shit? Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Like when I was younger, you could just say... You're going to get one of these jackets with buttons and it's embroidered on the back and says what union you're in. I'll be like, damn, that's fucking sweet. Where do I sign up? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, the 80s, all the 80s UAW gear is so swag. All the hand embroidered shit. Yeah, that stuff was awesome. I love it. It's like being a mason. I would, I would say I'd like to buy some of that stuff, but you know, it smells like fucking cigarettes and ass. <laughs> Prize holes in it. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to pull it out of a streamyard estate sale. <laughs> Which they don't have. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> a streamyard estate sale is just some shit in front of a, a trailer. <laughs> Fuck. Apparently Sheriff is moving out. To where? Oh, really? To Georgia. He, they he's said he was college. moving out. Yeah, he's, he's moving gonna, to college. He's gonna hop on one of those uh, hand carts where he has to pump himself on the rail all the way to Georgia. <laughs> With a bindle. <laughs> It's leaning to one side. Keeps tipping over backwards. He's gonna have a bindle I with nothing. I need an apartment. Yeah, he's gonna have a bindle with nothing but a big bag of hand roll, like rolling tobacco and uh, Tim Hortons coffee. There's all I'm I need. A bindle of Timmy's. <laughs> My Dude, Timmy's what bindle. was what was that that Twitch? Tra- is that like new? That Twitch trailer that you showed me of of old Sheriff Buford T. Cletus. I think it's somewhat new. He keeps making accounts on new websites, and he usually gives up pretty quick because. No one really wants to watch him watch a hair metal video, but I guess he is trying to get a radio show out on Twitch, and I guess, uh, good for him. You know, I want to see Sheriff more, because I love Sheriff, but uh, if he's just watching Motley Crue videos and Whitesnake videos, that's going to get taken down off Twitch pretty quick, I think. Yeah, but that is, like, kind of made specifically for you. Yeah, Yeah. it just sucks, because you can't catch, you gotta catch it live if you're not gonna catch it at all, you know? Yeah, that that's the shit that he was doing it on like Vaughn Live and and oh, D Live and all Vaughn these all these Yeah, it's Vaughn, his name Vaughn is Vaughn. Vaughn. Live. <laughs> I, I love that, that, he's that was his middle name or something. Headbangers Ball, which is if like if we wanted to do a Twitch show called TRL. Yeah, like, Headbangers he Ball like, is already a thing. Is that what he re- is that really what he called it? Yeah. <laughs> like why wouldn't you just watch old episodes of Headbangers Ball Headbangers if you want to watch been, someone talk about 80 stuff? Without even looking, I can tell you Headbangers Ball has been off the air for 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great episode of that where they bring Alice in Chains to Action Park. <laughs> oh my the god. The park that killed all those kids. Yeah. That's a, a great like 1993 thing. That's so cool. They're riding around and Lane Staley seems like he's having a great time. They were all having a great time. R.I.P. They did a new season in 2021, which was their first one since. Ball? Yeah, since. Oh, wow. Oh, maybe I was looking at the MTV2 version. Hosted by Sheriff Buford T. Cletus. Oh, wow. wow. Amazing. There was one that went till 2007, so you're pretty fucking close with your 11 years. DJ Sheriff. The problem with shows like that is it's really hard to merchandise them, like with Beavis and Butthead. It's so hard to find the Beavis and Butthead DVDs with the actual music videos in them. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. of the licensing and you can't put them on YouTube. So anything like that, even if it's a good mm. show, it's hard to, you can't really sell DVDs of it if it becomes like a cult hit because it's got so much licensed stuff. I was right, by the way. I was thinking of the second iteration that was MTV2 only, which was the shittier version. And that was mm. May 2003 to September 2012. Let's go. Perfect. Amazing. That's MTV2 really was like, they were what MTV is now, before that became what it is. Oh, it's still on, but it's on a website only. The guy that hosted it last on TV, the guy that hosted it last on what? TV is still hosting on the internet. Headbangers Ball. Do you want to hear another Jack blog post? Yeah, let's do it. This is the second to last one that he wrote on his own. <laughs> and it's called Stroke of Genius. <laughs> no. How is it the name? Yes. <laughs> that's the name. Okay. So if you followed my cooking show, you would know I've struggled with STROKES, all caps. My mom died from multiple strokes. The people who have watching know that I've had a TOA in Las Vegas in 1999. Wow, Vegas. Fancy. And two major debilitating in 2018 and 2023. 
2018 was a brainstem stroke that usually ends in death. God is not done with me yet. So now I'm a- I'm now out of the wheelchair and using a cane to walk around the house. This time I'm not scared because I've been down this recovery road. So all is going great. I'm blessed to have a wife that is my dear angel on earth. I just finished PT. Still continuing with OT. So let's address the people who want to see me die over a fourth stroke. You've got to come from a dark place to wish someone to really die. I feel bad and pray for those people. They must have a miserable life. I've DJed nightclubs, done radio, worked in artist management, and had my own YouTube show. I've had a great life and have done all I've ever wanted to do. Yeah, eat. The only dream I have left is build my own (laughs) studio and produce other people to live their dreams. Been in the limelight my whole life. So people who dislike me is a normal thing for me. As long as the good outweighs the bad, I continue doing what I love. Now to honor people who care for me. That's truly why, I, why I'm who I am today. You guys made the Cooking with Jack show what it is. Lots of love comes from you guys. I really appreciate you guys. It's been a great journey. Not stopping anytime soon. I can't begin to thank you for putting up with me. I've had two people DM me and say, I used to goof on you, but now realize you're an okay guy. I just want to be Wrong. an okay guy. That was me and Chet that did that. We DM'd in that. That is yeah. the lowest standards you could possibly have is just saying, uh, so they're to, uh, addressing the horde of people saying they want me to die from a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get Jack. You know how Jack loves to wear shirts with text on it? We should, we should get him one that just makes him a baseline, like, whatever it takes to be a decent person. Let's give him a, let's give him a shirt that said, never raped. <laughs> I never did so, it. So you know how we were theorizing that his his blogs are done by ChatGPT. Yeah, that one I, wasn't. But I, the I new just, one was. I, well, I just went to ChatGPT and said, write a blog post about YouTube personality cooking with Jack's struggle with multiple strokes, include his wife Tammy, and it spat out something pretty good. I'd like to read some samplings of it. In the in the vast realm of YouTube cooking channels, one personality has captivated audiences with his infectious energy, delightful recipes, and charming personality. Cooking with Jack, known for his mouth-watering culinary creations, became a beloved figure in the online cooking community. I think that meant to, be How- say, meant to say brown watery, not mouth-watering. <laughs> I think it, How- it meant to say that he was drooling. <laughs> However, behind the scenes, Jack faced a personal battle that tested his resilience and strength. Multiple strokes struck the heart of this culinary virtuoso, leaving, <laughs> leaving him his and his wife... <laughs> leaving him and his wife Tammy to face a daunting road to recovery. In this blog post, we will explore Cooking with Jack's blah, blah, blah. The rise of Cooking with Jack, whose real name is Jack Scalfani, quickly gained popularity (laughs) on YouTube with his cooking videos that blended delicious recipes with his charismatic and humorous personality. The struggle with multiple strokes. In early 2019, Cooking with Jack's life took an unexpected turn. He suffered a stroke that left him with temporary paralysis and affected his speech. Uh, the sun health crisis shook Jack and Tammy to their core as they faced a daunting task, blah, 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 blah. Unfortunately, it wasn't over yet. Then my favorite paragraph. The unwavering support of Tammy. <laughs> Throughout the arduous <laughs> process, Jack's wife, Tammy, emerged as an unwavering pillar of strength and support. <laughs> Jack- Tammy became Jack's caregiver, constantly by his side, offering encouragement, love, and the motivation he needed to persevere. She tirelessly researched rehabilitation techniques that he didn't listen to, therapies, and dietary adjustments to aid in his recovery. Tammy's dedication to Jack's well-being extended beyond their personal lives as she frequently updated their online community about his progress and shared heartfelt messages of gratitude for the outpouring of support they received. Wow. He wishes his life was like that. He should post that and say, yeah, this is what happened. <laughs> the agony and ecstasy of Tammy. It's it's so strange. Well, not strange. It's maybe like predictable. But Chat GPT writes like a high schooler essay. Yeah, that's why yeah, it seems like it's designed it. for that almost. Yeah, like and and I just don't get people being really afraid of it because yeah, it's kind of funny that it could write these paragraphs about Jack, but it there's nothing behind it. It sounds stupid. Yeah, it exactly. gets the info wrong. Like he had a stroke before that, and it says mm-hmm. his first one was in 2019. The people that shouldn't be afraid of it, I guess, are in that case, are authors. The people that should be afraid of it are as anybody that has to grade a paper, <laughs> teacher, oh, TA. <laughs> like, fuck. You're Just fucked. because it's annoying. I, I don't know if this is real, but I saw something in passing about the APA released a a style guide on how to reference Chat GPT in a paper. Awesome. That's weird, right? Why would you, why would you even want to do that? 
They sh- that should be like an auto fail. It's just like a trick. You're like, yeah, here's how you uh, reference it. It's so easy to find a source. Just a link. Just make it up. I was just thinking about how much I hated they really had to like put certain things in parentheses and I hated all that shit. I was like, come on, just let me put a link there. It's not from Wikipedia. It's just from one of the sources from the Wikipedia. Wikipedia is better than like most of the shit on the fucking first page of Google now. Anyway, inline citations are so annoying. I just want there to be a little two, and then you click on it, and then it's at the bottom. Makes it less cluttered. I understand the skepticism for the first like decade it existed, but people that are still like, "That's Wikipedia." It's like, come on. There are more we nerds double there check. That, there are more nerds on there that care about the accuracy though than people trying to fuck with it. Yeah, it's like ninety nine point nine percent accurate. Yeah, it's like a pregnancy test. It's like a COVID test. But it has all the sources there, so you can check the sources. You can go to the mm-hmm. bottom, and there Dude. they are. If it's not true, you got to check. I saw someone the other day, by the way. Uh, just, it's like a, in a Twitter circles thing too, and I can't remember who it is now. So if I'm outing you, sorry, but it doesn't matter. It's been a long time. But th- it said, it said how? Oh, what was it? How we should do a segment where we read out people's circles posts. <laughs> Every episode we pick one, we're gonna spill your shit. How how faded uh, does can the second line on the COVID test be if you're to be okay? Let's <laughs> fuck. Like as like not a joke. <laughs> like if there's a second line at all, you're that's not good. I had no, that one the line time. means you're good. One oh. line you're fine. Two lines you're you're kind of okay, extra. and you're pretty much good. Three lines is when it's bad. Oh. Three lines is when you shouldn't go to a party or oh, on a okay. cruise. Yeah. Two lines you can go shopping and normally, and you can go out to eat, but three you shouldn't be around people directly. You, you, yeah, you got to wear a mask when you're like like walking away from your table to go to the bathroom, but you're fine at the table. It's like getting a yellow light. Like you can get through it if you just yeah yeah. You know, you can, you can if you walk through the next the, five days, if you walk through the grocery store fast. You probably won't get anyone sick because you're not there long enough. COVID's on the rise again in Japan. My dad got COVID last week. That's so old school. I, I, I know. I made fun of him for it too. Like retro. Yeah, in two, 2023, you're getting COVID. He's like, what? People are still getting it. I was like, where were you? He's like, some concert. I was like, well, there you go. SWM Vlogs or whatever the fuck his name is now. Uh, he gets COVID every week or so. Yeah, he's getting COVID from probably going to Dollar Tree and getting a whole handful of three liters. Or he's he's smoking Delta One vapes. <laughs> it might be that, too. And also, his uh, his girlfriend broke up with him. Oh, no. Oh, no. She unfollowed him. Odin's oh. mom? And she's not in the... Yeah, Odin's mom. Mother of Odin. <laughs> Mother of Odin. I'll never Mother meet her of Odin. In, I'll never meet her in Valhalla. He, he'll be all right. He'll have another... You just gotta get back on the dating app and change all the sliders to min-max. That'd be fine. Yeah, he could probably find someone in, like, Nevada. Distance max, age max, and minimum. I'm looking for a long-term partner in at at least six to seven states away that I won't talk to. Uh, I'm never gonna go see you. (laughs) And you have to send me money. There's an interesting new character added to the the Melanie Mac universe this week. Uh, his, his, his name's Dimensional Traveler, and, and boy uh, is he ever! He he's a brony, which seems like hack to make fun of, but I guess it's important context. That's not that, the important part. At this point, it's retro. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it, I guess in the context of the story because it's all with like My Little Pony creators. But what happened, Alex? He went to the the Discord with a prayer request because of this online drama he was involved with. Correct. Yeah, he went into the Melanie Mac Discord, someone posted it, MockTac replied to it, and he posted this thing that made him sound like the victim, like, I'm being the victim of doxing and harassment and people posting my personal information and uh, and in my name and all this stuff for no reason, and I need prayers and love and all that unusual stuff. And then he gave the names of the people who were uh, supposedly harassing him. Which is a bad idea to just send people to the the accusation post. And I went and looked at it, and it's some normal seeming, like as normal as you could be as a brony fan artist. Yeah. Just trying dealing with this guy who, like, she said something about having a disease or something. I think it's her mother has a disease. Yeah, her mother has a disease. And then he DM'd her and said, like, oh, in Canada, we have. Uh, universal health care so luckily we that we don't have that problem up here it's too bad you don't live up here and she was like oh yeah that would be yeah it's nice up there i guess so and I he just the, he kept messaging her about it yeah like i have the her screenshots in front of me 
So after like sending the immigration link, it's just like CanadianVisa.org. Um, she's like, it'd be too expensive unless I moved here with someone. It's like, well, try and make a plan. Figure out where you want to go. Then make it a goal and work towards that goal. You already get help from your audience, so perhaps you could work on a long-term plan to see if you could improve your situation. And he, yeah, like you said, he just keeps going on and on and on about it. And like, this is also someone with six thousand followers. So that is not enough to crowdfund you going to a different country, let alone moving your entire family there. Yeah, like to, putting the security deposit down on an apartment um, that would be hard to do. I think you're forgetting Restallable, who only had a few thousand more followers than that. <laughs> that what did he vacation, claim though? He, I know he went on vacation with it. What did he, he say? He was the that, one that, that was, was um, the unemployed single dad that just wanted to be a TV writer, but he lived on like Staten Island and was like, I need $5,600 a month for rent or something. And everybody's like, okay, man, here. And then he went to Ireland to be with some girl that followed him for like a month. And then he came Pretty back and, and then he came back and told everyone to kill themselves. And then he's like, dang it, I wish I didn't do that. Kind of, now kind he's of a, a firefighter. Kind of a bag fumble. He had, to war- he had to walk through blood and bones on 9-11. Sorry. If you live on Staten Island, at a certain age, you get drafted into being either a cop or a firefighter. <laughs> you um, have to do your service. Staten Island. So Dimensional <laughs> Traveler through. here, you, you can tell that he has a fucking little plan. He's like, just research the link I've shared, blah, blah, blah. Also, if, Tim- if Starbucks is something either of you like, we still have it besides Tim Hortons. But unimportant topics aside... Basically, he offers to uh, marry her because um, then he, she could just move to Canada with like the marriage thing. Who okay, amongst just... us hasn't offered to marry a Canadian for whatever reason? Yeah, it's fair. I've enough. done it twice. I've done it all, twice. Okay. All too, uh, all too familiar. Offering to uh, Do you want to come here and marry me so you can't get free health care? <laughs> yeah. Do you hate going to the doctor? <laughs> you don't even have to get. You don't have to get shots anymore. I know you hate needles. That would work on Fatty. <laughs> like, do you want to come down here so there's no doctor? So you can just marry Miss Faye's gonna marry Sheriff. So you can just tell your wife, no, we don't have health insurance. Oh yeah, we're gay now. I, we're going I, to no, I can't go to Let's go. Let's go. But uh, she 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 politely says like no, and uh, he gets real upset. Um, so here, oh, sorry if I won't bother you anymore. Hopefully, I don't need to see you at Van Hoover. <laughs> Which comes up a lot, which I guess is a, a My Little Pony convention in Vancouver. De- I think I can deduce that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're slower listeners. Oh my god. <laughs> um, it sucked. These conventions, he, he man. He starts talking like a fucking supervillain. It rocks. Like, because I have enough guilt over the crap that I've done, so I might as well disappear completely. I tried to be helpful and not force you into anything. Just read back and see for yourself I was offering to help, but wasn't forcing you to move. But it doesn't matter anyways. I'm sick and tired of always being, of always needing to be told or treated like crap. And always being treated or flat out told I'm all wrong only makes people unable to trust people. I have massive depression. And trying to help you with yours is like trying to put out a fire with matches. I'm always at fault and can never catch a break. And since you know, since I noticed you here, it's only gotten worse. I'm not judging you or Moonlight as a pair. I'm not even envious. Which I tried my hardest to give you, I, but <laughs> but you don't give a crap when I'm down in the dumps. Keep I can't believe she doesn't want to marry this guy. I know. He's just a very large man, too, right? No, uh, he's probably. Like a, he's like a little dork. He's like a, a very normal looking guy. He actually had a he had a voice acting reel on YouTube. <laughs> oh, nice. That wasn't uh, very good. That's uh, better than Outlaw. Oh, I, I got <laughs> confused a with that pattern. You see, there's that one guy people were talking about who had met that one girl who was like 18 or something like that. Boogie. Boogie. Person, yeah, is that, yeah. I thought, he's that, that uh, was, I thought that's who we were talking hopefully, about. Hopefully, he doesn't die on top of her. Yeah, because she wouldn't make it. There was uh, another person that this guy had interacted with. Who I guess like used to follow him or whatever and like had briefly said hi at a convention. And I, I guess she's like actual friends with the uh the girl that he was trying to move to, to Vancouver. And this girl like has an OnlyFans and <laughs> fucking <laughs> he gets like really upset and sanctimonious at her and then resubs to her OnlyFans and then immediately unsubs, I assume after he nuts. Oh, that was the other thing with the original girl, too, is, like, in order to help her move to Vancouver or whatever, he 
bought a bracelet she was selling on Etsy for like five bucks and then wanted a refund when uh, she said, no, I'm not going to marry you to move to Canada. Oh my God. It's so, it must suck so bad to be a woman in these spaces. Oh yeah, my because God. Because it's like amplified what would be at like Comic Con or any normal convention, even, even like Sakura Con or one of those. It's like the Vancouver Brony Con because they shut down the main Brony Con. So it's only yeah, these like guys. The real high functioning neurodivergent types that just don't have the social tech, but they still have like obviously like the human want for companionship, but they were not properly and sometimes they were told how to do it, but they just are gonna go about it in their own way. And it's very bad and it's gotta be insanely hard to deal with for both of them. Like yeah, this, this well, guy everyone turns there into, is neurodivergent. This guy is obviously also turns into his own worst enemy every single day. Like just doing what's wrong, even if he knows it is. Like, like I commit at, at, at those things. It's not even like at BronyCon. There would be famous voice actors. I'm gonna be a famous voice actor, like the yeah. act, like Tara Strong or someone like that, like actual celebrities people have heard of. But at these, it's only fan artists. The panels are just fan artists. So it's just like it's like disabled people who draw ponies for a living, and they're like they have just enough social skills that they're they can like not act like this yeah. but then they're the ones that have to be like the social worker for this guy and they're all these people are all on the autism spectrum yeah and now and then they have to deal with this and it just it's overwhelming. It sucks to think about yeah. Yeah. I, have few, I have a few more dimensional traveler hits uh, I committed a terrible sin. I followed your OnlyFans. I'm sorry I did it. I'm hurt inside. I wish I didn't do it and I should have respected you um, I would say well, you shouldn't have one, one, but that's not it. my place to say when it's your choice, your body, etc. And then he says his new username. I was some guy. I already deleted my account, and the shame isn't going away. Also, no matter what I do, Gleamy is still eating at my sanity. That's the girl that he offered to to move to Vancouver. Mm -hmm. Um, he goes bitch. he goes on to say, um, she's the reason why he'll never visit the United States because <laughs> that's where she lives, and it would be too painful for him. <laughs> Oh, also, hey. this is another guy who's living with his parents, and he's offering <laughs> to have a woman move in with him. And where are you going to be, dude? That doesn't make sense. And also for him to, it's also funny that he touts the healthcare, because even though the healthcare, healthcare is better, he is like a failure of the healthcare system. Yeah, just my... Like, this guy shouldn't be like this. My my tizzed up brony son walking in and being like, my mom, dad, my, my wife's moving in. What? What are you talking about, boy? What, is it a, a pony? If you feel bad at all, he's like, and this is unrelated, but it says, I don't have anything against the gays. I'm just uncomfortable with seeing them in film. That's it. It makes me uncomfortable, so I don't get all mad. When, so don't get all mad when a Christian isn't giving you crap over their reason. I'm not going to take there's, this guy's views like that yeah. too much. Here's, here's another tweet from like the, the, the next Marriage morning. is between a man and a pony. <laughs> I had a dream that escalated to me as an anthropomorphic fox being hunted by Kathleen Kennedy in a competition. <laughs> That's amazing. That's a Donald Those Trump guys are tweet. I had a dream last night I was an anthropomorphic fox hunted by Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> That's incredible. The Star Wars stuff, the the Star Wars industry lore just creeps into those guys' subconscious. The the last thing is he did a seventeen tweet thread um, telling his side of the story about uh, always good <laughs> all that all that shit um, very boring except for there's one part where he's like all I want to do is move on and I'll still pray for both of them and he tags them both I forgive both <laughs> of you you'll still be blocked but I forgive you both nonetheless regardless of being blacklisted in the My Little Pony community yeah, it's so got fucking funny. <laughs> He got banned from Van Hoover. That's why I made that thread. Well, no, because she was like, don't approach me in public. If you approach me at a convention, I'll get you kicked out. And that's why he was like afraid to go to Van Hoover. He oh, thought like, okay. she was going to be there and send, send the, uh, the convention cops after him. But I love the um, I'm going to pray for you. I forgive you, but you're still blocked on Twitter and then tagging them in the same tweet. <laughs> it's <laughs> so very alpha. Chris Chan. <laughs> at, at BronyCon, they have horse cops, but they're on each other's shoulders. They're just on a guy's shoulder walking around. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Canada, they're like wearing mounty costumes on My Little Pony. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Uh, I think Chris Chan did this with some fan artist. 
and like no. paid for her, her Patreon where she made like furry art or something. And it was obviously just a, a ploy to try to fuck her and message her. And then it's, it's the same position that this woman is put in where you have to, you've got this person who's like obviously not all there mentally and they're giving you money and they're being sort of nice on the surface but then they also get progressively more and more weird and it's like fuck do i i have to tell like block this person who's paying me because they're just they're clearly they're like buying my stuff on etsy to try to guilt me into fucking them ah uh, it's just sucks that, that it goes sucks. for anybody out there that takes money for whatever reason from anybody online don't let that dictate your relationship with them if they gotta go <laughs> like <laughs> Are you listening, Outlaw? I'm just kidding. Not you. <laughs> he doesn't even get money anymore. I see Patreon. it a lot, Patreon.com slash ChapoFYM. I see it a lot. Isn't this the Patreon episode? No, this is this is no. public. 130. This I thought the even numbers were the Patreon. Even numbers are public. Do we see the... Even no, numbers are public. Even numbers are public. The odd ones are Patreon, because we get a little bit odd on The those. odd ones so, are so on So our Patreon. first one was the Patreon episode? That's yep. when we talk about poop, pee, etc. Yep. Oh. With the okay. spit episode where we spit between every word. Mm -hmm. Penis and nuts and, I remember and that, that kind of crap. Yeah, that was a lot. That one sucked. It was a lot of work. Mm -hmm. I'm going to drink water. I used to go to uh, my buddy in middle school was a wrestler and to drop weight, he would uh, eat Jolly Ranchers all day and spit into a Gatorade bottle and just not drink water or anything. <laughs> <laughs> How does that help? Does that help? Well, I mean, I if you're not just, drinking any, if you're not drinking any water, it seems like an outlaw yeah. tactic. Yeah, I mean, there's stuff coming out, and not, and nothing's going in. He's not even drinking water until he gets weighed. Yeah, that's why outlaw doesn't oh, drink man. water because he's trying to drop weight. Dude, yesterday I was, uh, I was, I went back to watch. I was going back to clip uh, the DJ Stash video where he's eating the devil's toenail or whatever. The devil's oh, toe. He's drooling everywhere. Yeah, and he just drools and the fucking big rope of spit just hanging there. And he's like, and, he just, and then he like coughs a little bit and shoots out like easily like a cup of just, yeah. most spit I've ever seen coming out of a human. But, yeah, he uh, lost three pounds for that. I checked his really old videos now that YouTube added back the oldest button, which is so cool. But yeah. Um, DJ Stash. DJ Stash's oldest, one of his oldest videos is him and his friend in one of the most fucking uh, hot couch guy style basements I've ever seen. But you can't really see anything too much because the max, the max fucking quality is 240p. You can barely hear them talking and they're just, they're challenged, they're doing the, the McDouble challenge or the cheeseburger challenge or something. And they have to both eat like four McDoubles or something. And the video is like 12 minutes long. And somebody said, uh, Part like minimum wage workers lunch eaten at leisurely pace challenge. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just eating a big lunch with your friend. Just four four little burgers each. And it takes like twelve minutes, and you're like, "Whoa, that was pretty tough." But we both did. <laughs> I wonder if they decide later that it's going to be a challenge. Like they just go and get that stuff and come back, and are like, "What if we just filmed this? Like, isn't this a challenge?" Or if they just fundamentally miss understand what it is and think it's just eating a big lunch at a normal pace there's i, I think oh. it, it, they're stupid though they just think a lot of something is the challenge like you should do the rice the rice eating challenge you're like i got like 600 in here <laughs> dry rice challenge <laughs> fucking have a counter next to you and the counter is going up a bunch every bite it's up going up like 45 you're like wow how about there a versus challenge with rice? You, you you know the old Chinese story about the guy who says like every every month I'll double the grain of rice or whatever and yeah. and it, it goes up exponentially and he has a billion grains of rice. If you did that where it's like I'll eat one grain of rice, then you have to eat two, then I eat four, and it goes up until you're daring each other to eat like two million grains of rice. <laughs> then you explode like a seagull. Yeah, it sounds like a stream a subathon idea. <laughs> I tried yeah, doing the, explode I, like seagulls. I yeah. tried doing the Alka Seltzer seagull exploding thing when I was on vacation one time at the Outer Banks. Yeah. And those motherfuckers could tell the difference between a piece of bread and like a, a piece of the Alka Seltzer, even though they're both really like white. Like it's hard even, as they, shit. They, well no, no they wouldn't even they wouldn't even touch trying it. To blow them up since like the seventies. Like well, you, yeah. Well then I, I, I tried I tried I, I tried sneaking it inside a piece of bread and then they would just like do a couple chews, then like I somehow spit manage out. to spit out, but like keep the bread. Still, I was like, all right. This is. They and definitely then I thought, of, 
And then I was like, after that, I was like, all right, how can I really get this bird to explode? And then I was like, wait, why am I even doing this? I don't want to see that happen. Little kid moment. That was the process people went through when they invented guns for the first time. Mm. <laughs> Trying to feed seagulls different types of poison they wouldn't eat it. And it's like, what is the easiest way for me to just explode this bird clip? right now? Was it a Rockies game or a Diamondbacks game? That clip, the MLB clip from like five years ago where they're just panning out to the outfield and there's like, the the walkable area in the outfield. And there's that little kid that just takes that rock and throws it at the goose. And his mom goes, <laughs> <laughs> it's a really funny clip. But it's so fucked. And the, the commentator's like, oh, <laughs> so that's why geese are so rude. I love that pitch that just incinerated the bird into powder. It happened oh, again. It was a, do you know that happened again this season? Really? Yeah. It was in, it. Maybe it was in the bullpen, but it was the same team as the Diamondbacks team. It was the same. Uh, same that's fucking Arizona. Team. Yeah. Why are there so many birds? It's probably the they only migrate, place they, they see migrate fucking south grass, for the bro. Oh yeah, it's it probably is. The stadium is. It's like they don't have forest and stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're going. like cool. Mm, let me get down. <laughs> yeah, they'll gravitate. Shit. No, it's probably just they're going for the fries and shit that are all over. It's a good place to be a bird. For but sure. there's a lot of competition too. Yeah, like except if you're for gonna... fucking Randy's fastballs <laughs> chunks you into <laughs> hell. So sick. One of the one of the fastest pitches ever. A guy that could a complete game pitcher anyway. That's the trade-off. That motherfucker was throwing still like 100 miles an hour for several, like for full games at like so old. Fuck crazy. Now he's, like, now he's like a photographer and he shoots for NFL games and shit. He's like always on the sidelines of he's NFL games. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have we talked about that on the show before? Or is that like I something think I heard so. on I've, a podcast? I've, I've, yeah, it's one of those things. I don't know. It all I just saw him like uh, during a just, game. They like did like a little hit and there's Randy Jones, you know. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he like do concerts and shit too? Isn't oh, yeah, that yeah, one of his big of, things? No, yeah, that's, his, that's Randy his Travis. Lo- his logo is uh, <laughs> his, his logo is something has something to do with the bird exploding from the baseball too. I, I forget what like, I forget what his name of his company he, he is called. Gets, I feel like there there must have been like a Vice article about this that we all read. I think there was like, there probably was an article about the it. The name of his company is Horny Penis LLC. It's sort of a play on his name. No, I already knew he was the guy that hit the bird with the pitch. I didn't need to read the visor. <laughs> Dumb fuck. <laughs> yeah, they call him so the Big cool. Hurt. <laughs> Just being totally kind wrong. Kind of a waste of a bird. The Big Hurt was Frank Thomas. Nobody comment and say that I was wrong as a joke. Do you know? Do you know Randy's uh, nickname, Chet? The Unit. That's right. The Bird Buster. The Bird Unit was his name. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bird bird's buster. nightmare. Uh, <laughs> they called him avian flu because he, he just whipped through the bird population. Seagull's bane. Seagull's bane. Uh, wow. It's the name of his sword. <laughs> he uses a sword instead of a bat, even though he's a pitcher. <laughs> a hey. pitcher sword. Ot- Otani hits home runs and he's a pitcher. So, not bad, you know? I'm so pissed that he was playing in Denver the other week and didn't even think to get tickets for the game, but they're probably so expensive. I want to see him play. Yeah, it's one of those He's guys so cool. where you just kind of got to... Yeah, I, just, I watch baseball clips because of him now. Sucks! I hate it. Just kidding. I kind of want to play baseball. I like though. when that happens. I'll go to a baseball game in a couple of weeks. When we're in L.A., uh, the Lost Doyers are playing my Toronto Blue Jays, which, nice. like... Uh, of of all the teams, I was like, yeah, I guess I'm a blue. I don't like. I haven't watched a Blue Jays game since like they were last in the playoffs, and even then, it's like it's I'm actually, only half paying attention. It's more appropriate so I, to your Blue Jays fan just for them being from Buffalo too. That's right. So like, what would be like geographically? What would be the baseball team for Mar- Cal- Mariners? Mariners? Maybe. Yeah, that's the outlaw team. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. that didn't happen. No, like it. I guess I'd. This will be my second Dodgers game, which are the only two baseball games I've gone to. So maybe I should be a Dodgers fan. But I just think like the Canadian uh, Dodgers got swag connection gear. or whatever. Who, what uh, what team was formerly the Expos? You should be the fan of that team. Uh, the Washington Nationals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, like all the media coverage here is is Blue Jays. So like, if you turn on, you know, highlights. Or I gotta say, the blue, I like the, how the Blue Jays like merch looks and the Dodgers. Like, I just like that yeah. blue. So, well, I'm I'm gonna be real. I'm not gonna be cheering for the Blue Jays when I'm at Dodger Stadium. I'm well, not your Dodgers fan. Yeah, I guess I'm just gonna be neutral. I guess, or maybe I'll I'll politely clap for everybody. Are you gonna? Well, you don't want to get your ass beat. Well, did I tell you? Did, have I told you guys about what happened when I went to the Dodgers game the first time? I was in I was in the all you can eat section. Which is exactly what it sounds, right? Like they have all you them? can eat. So you 
you got to pay for beer, but it, your ticket was like 30 bucks more for this like cheap seat bleacher and you just got free hot dogs and popcorn and shit. And they were playing the Mets and there was like a Mets fan there, which I guess makes sense knowing like Frank and Mets and shit. Uh, and the Mets uh, came up, they went up early, like one nothing. And he was like standing up and like jeering the audience and shit. And so everyone just started throwing their fucking hot dogs at him. He was getting belted with all these fucking hot dogs. And he's like, ah, security, help. And they're like, shouldn't have fucking said anything. And just like, didn't help this fucking guy out at all. And he just left halfway through the game. (laughs) So he just kept getting food thrown at him. So That's how I've, Frank's uh, hot dog obsession began. <laughs> he freaked out at a game. People started whipping them at him, and he was like, "Well, I got these all over me, so I might as well eat them." And they lost the top, but not the ones thrown. <laughs> or maybe he got like ketchup and mustard like on him, and then he's like, "Oh, I hate this." It reminds me of the time I got belted with hot dogs. Yeah, he got condimented. Yeah, couldn't be that bad. Well, how bad is a hot dog gonna hurt? You know, like come on. It does seem like the Mets have disproportionately crazy fans, and they do lose a lot. Frank was. Very mad during their last game. I love when I see both Frank and Mets live and there's a thumbnail of them screaming. And I know the Mets aren't doing well. And then I check the score and they're losing. I don't even have to watch the game. I just know from their reactions. Did you guys ever hear about Charlie Marcuse? He was a uh, He was a hot dog vendor in Detroit. And local legend. His, his year's active. 1999 to 2013. Um... He's a former hot dog vendor at Tiger Stadium and Comera Park in Detroit, Michigan. He became known for his distinctive yell while selling hot dogs, as well as his refusal to serve ketchup with them, responding, there's no ketchup in baseball, when asked. He received <laughs> national recognition after he was temporarily banned in 2004. He was fired permanently in 2013. But the history is so funny. Uh, he began working at Tiger Stadium right before they closed. Um, he became well-known at Comerica for his operatic hot dog chant. He had like an actual good singing voice, so it worked. And he would do this hot dog thing super loud. And, uh, and he said it was inspired by Pavarotti after a three ten- tenors concert at Tiger Stadium, which is hilarious. He was working during it. Uh, his characteristic chant was polarizing, drawing both praise and complaints from baseball fans. In 2004, he was asked to stop singing on the basis of complaints from fans and the team's broadcast partners. <laughs> his voice was easily picked up by microphones in the stadium. The decision received national attention. He was allowed to continue singing following an outcry from a number of fans demanding his return. So awesome. <laughs> what did you get fired for? Was that the Mets stadium? Uh, T- Tigers. Tigers, they, okay. They did end up uh, firing him permanently, I think, just to get rid of him because they were sick of the singing on TV. And blah, blah, it does blah, blah. seem like an influence to Frank doing very annoying Pavarotti-inspired ditties about the food that you're making. That's exactly what he does. Following his departure from the Tigers, he developed his own brand of mustard called Charlie's Ballpark Mustard, and it's now offered in 65 establishments throughout the state. I do prefer mustard to ketchup, but ketchup can go on there, too. That's his thing. Stadium mustard's really good. He would not give you ketchup with it. If I had to pick one. That was the best. He'd only carry mustard packets with him. You know when I'm when I'm getting a hot dog, you know what? I'll sometimes do a barbecue sauce instead of ketchup, but with the mustard still, because you get all like the notes from uh, from ketchup plus a little bit more. Mm. A little smokiness. I, uh, this the Wikipedia didn't mention it, but I went to a Lions game where that guy was also working as a hot dog guy, as like a guest vendor, and I got a hot dog from him at Comerica Park, Tiger Stadium, and Ford Field. Damn. Yeah. Did so, he sing? Pretty. Yeah. Of course. This was all between 99, because I went to... I did get to go to Tiger Stadium uh, the last year it was alive, which is cool. Historic stadium. But then we also went to quite a few games when Comerica opened. I feel like we haven't been nasty enough this episode, so did you fuck him? Yeah, well he fucked me when I was a kid, so that's why he got fired. (laughs) Yeah, I actually bought a hot dog from that guy and the inside of it was poop instead (laughs) of meat. And I ate the poop and then I threw up onto a guy's neck. I was sitting all the way at the neck in front of me. I was sitting all the way up at the top behind a beam where I couldn't even see anything, and he sold me a hot dog, and when he gave it to me, it was his boner in a bun. He made me suck it to completion. <laughs> Ew. And that's yeah. why I hate ketchup, is because it was on his dick. And that's why he hates ketchup, because I put it on there. <laughs> anyway, now we've been nasty. Woo! We did it. Feels good. Awesome. Good Re- job, remember the gif of that guy who's at the game, and he's throwing up all down his shirt? <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favorite. Yeah. Down. It's, it's like my, the chocolate fountain at Golden favorite. Corral. It's my like, most used gifts on or it was my most used gifts on Discord for a long time, like the starred ones. 
I want to lay on the floor under that guy. <laughs> That's my favorite is how he thinks he's catching it and it's just not spilling down his elbow and pouring under the ground like... <laughs> just cupping it. It's so good. Oh, I love when people are just so out of it and vomiting that they just don't know what's going on. Or the people that are like peeking into a bag and they can just only... They feel it around their mouth. So they're like, this is good. And the whole bottom just already blown out and it's going all over their fucking lap. Uh, <laughs> it's it's filtering one. it. <laughs> It's the purest water. Yeah, they're going to scrape some tortilla chips across that at the end. <laughs> it drips through the bottom of the paper bag. It tastes like Dasani. Uh, it's wonderful. We just got a real gag on Aaron for the moment. I'm so glad my like vomiting in public days are over. I remember it was like my fucking 23rd or 24th birthday or something. We went to Banff <laughs> and uh, drank like a whole bunch of really fucked up drinks. There's There's this one called The Turning Point that was like absinthe then 151 dropped into red bull or some shit like it was charlie was kirk's cocktail Bay. and i was like in the, the i was in the dance club in banff which is called the dancing sasquatch and they have a guy in a sasquatch costume that comes out and like shakes his ass on the dance floor which when you're fucked up is really cool that literally sounds like something but, happened on gta when you drive to the mountains right and um i threw up on like all over myself in the bar and uh oh, no. get, get kicked out and i'm like stood out back and i have it's like my birthday's in january so it was like cold as fuck in the mountains and i have like a pea coat on and just like a black t-shirt that's covered in vomit and the bouncers are like you sure you want to keep that shirt on and i'm like fuck no and so i like just rip off my shirt and throw it into the alley and so i'm like shirtless except for like this pea coat that i have open and i'm like get, i have to like get a cab because they're staying like outside the city like shortly so shortly just like a little bit outside of the city so i couldn't have walked um that shit sucks i'm happy that's not me anymore <laughs> yeah i no i, I think you it. should do that forever like burt kreischer oh, you should make I, that your bit for I your did whole it once life. but i was a child so it was allowed like drinking too much at 15 and puking all over and i threw up so much that following morning that i burst like a bunch of blood vessels in my face and it looked like i had these like fucked up red freckles <sighs> Oh, oh, man. Yeah. I'm, a violent, I'm a violent puker dude i could fucking sometimes i will gag and just like cough that hard where i'll break blood vessels like jesus damn <clears throat> yeah it happens, happens occasionally to a uh, oh sorry chet but it, it happens sometimes when i'm squatting if i like real if i pressurize in my head too much and like yeah. not like in my abdomen i'll like look and i'll have a bunch of like red little flecks on my face the next day um i was gonna say i wonder how many albertans can say that they've puked and bamf probably a lot like what percentage <laughs> it's probably a pretty pretty big number I was, gonna, I was gonna say it's a non-zero amount but obviously because i've done it but many more a couple of percent maybe many many I puked more on the bulls at the stampede man <laughs> they slipped anyone, in it i'm gonna put that feeler out there again because i still need the greatest puke picture of all time and it's just gone if anyone wants to look through millions of pictures online of guys with puke all over them at a party there's a guy surrounded by cans of rolling rock and he has, poop, he has puke on him that looks like poop. I don't know what he ate, but it's one of the grossest, funniest pictures I've ever seen. And I've looked for that. I've probably put 100 hours looking into that, looking for that picture since like 2011. Uh, so if anyone out there, any listener wants to look for that, pop it into our Discord. You'll be a hero. Google suggested searches for puke that looks like. First one's coffee grounds, then poop, and then egg yolk, and then vomit looks like poop dog. Oh, these people are... Yeah, your dog ate poop. Like dog poop? Or like, this vomit looks <laughs> like poop, no, dog? Someone, that's, that's, the, that's the result from somebody be, Googling my dog's vomit looks like poop. Yeah, let me tell you what just happened. Your dog ate <laughs> shit and didn't, your dog yeah. didn't like the shit. Yeah, is it an animal that eats poop? Yes or no? <laughs> so funny. If you answered yes, it may have just eaten poop. <laughs> Man, one of these links is for like, one of the, like a, a pet health website where you can ask questions. It was like, why does my dog's vomit smell like poop? And the the photo is a a German, or not a German Shepherd, a Rottweiler just sat on the ground with like a whole bunch of diarrhea coming out of its ass, and it's just chilling there. <laughs> I was saying, it's it to awesome you guys. to be the dog in the stock oh, image. Yeah, for it's not even stock. It's like that that one that I always post the clip. I could post it later so you guys have it again, but uh, it would take too long to find. But the, the one woman the, in the car, yeah, the one with the car with the dog that's just diarrheaing all over, while, and she's like catching it all. And they're just driving like 900 miles an hour because you can tell the dog's sick and <laughs> whatever. Oh man, it's so funny. This little dog. Isn't the dog it's like, like a, is, it's like a chihuahua Isn't it also throwing up out the window? Yeah, I think the dog's puking out the window and shitting all over the lady. And, and the they're going so fast that the shit's kind of like going, <laughs> like blowing at her. 
<laughs> oh god one of the nastiest situations you could ever be in and there's like it's it's easier to replace her pants than it is to replace like the upholstery in yeah. the car so she just has to like oh i guess it can just get on me instead uh, of the car i told that story about when we were driving uh it was when we were on our way back i don't know what where we were we were driving back to st louis probably from detroit and we had our dog with us our greyhound banjo we had just the most disgusting farts sometimes but especially like he was he was He's traveling, nervous, nervous greyhound ass. Anyway, he farted in the car, and it's like summer, like humid, southern Illinois, nasty heat. And my, my older, the smell hits me, and I just like fucking already sick, waiting to eat dinner, just feeling like I never get car sick, but that smell hit me, and I was like immediately threw up, just all over like the like wheel well in the van. And my older brother looked over and saw that, and he fucking look, pukes too all over his like floor under him. My family had to like go to some restaurant to eat, but my brother and I had to be across the street at like the car vacuum cleaning the car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so funny! It's like my having dad, a herd of fainting goats. My dad's just driving on. God damn it! Smells like fucking dog shit. I break the fucking fucking. Looking, waiting for the next exit. We were only like twenty minutes from home too after driving like twelve hours. <laughs> My buddy, uh, when I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I told the story. But my buddy, his little sister on a road trip had to poop really bad, and they just like they're in traffic or whatever. And so she was like, I, "I really, I can't hold it anymore." And so his like stepmom like climbed into the back of the va- minivan and like pushed her butt cheeks together to try to oh. keep the poop from coming oh, out. And just oh, yeah, How is that the so- answer? That's like it's like outlaw babysitting. What the fuck yeah, is that? Yeah, it's like how you have no object permanence. Like if I just if I hold my pee in, it'll like go putting away. Your finger in the dam on Kat- during Katrina, like whoop. What they gotta do is you gotta get some ratchet straps and just like go around the butt cheeks, and then you don't have to like stand back there. Uh, by the way, if there's any parents out there. Your best bet is to get over to the side of the road or, like, get off and just find a bathroom with the nasty one. Don't ever, anyone puke. There's too many stories I know of, like, especially big, dumb families that have their kids poop in the car. And it's never good. I remember one kid, oh, he went like, a fucking, like, plastic grocery bag. And it was, his parents oh. just thought that'd be okay, but he had a diarrhea. So just fucking drip oh. it all over. <laughs> so yeah, nasty. it's just, it just pull over, man. Oh, just pull over. Also, your car's gonna smell like shit now no matter what. Yeah, it is not worth. There's no situation <laughs> where it's worth it. So nasty. Oh, that's why you got to eat stuff on road trips that plugs you up, not makes you shit all over. You yeah, that's <laughs> why I I take a bunch of Vicodin before I go on a road trip and when I'm driving, just so I don't have to <laughs> shit. <laughs> I do about three, four days of Vicodin every couple hours. That's a classic, Scotty. It's a classic Vicodin, Vicodin road trip. You'd be, you'd be on like you'd be on opiates on Scotty's airport shuttle waiting to go to the shuttle, and Scotty walks by you and sits down while the bus is moving. How you doing? <laughs> on autopilot, it's just straight away. <laughs> we can all just relax. Straight away. Story, just straight away here. Oh man, we've had a Scotty's just been. His face looks so good now, so clean. Not really. He's killing it. He's really into stickers now. <laughs> I guess he figured that that was the easiest way to get content because he has to upload a video every day. He has to, even if he has nothing to talk about. So he'll buy a $1 sticker pack on Wish, and it's these shitty stickers of 80s bands or 90s cartoons, and he'll go through them and be like, oh, I don't I don't know what that is. I, I don't know what that says. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I, it's like that sodden gamer. Like He just... Why'd you buy this shit then if you don't recognize any of them? <laughs> Just buying a, buying a, it's like buying a loot crate called Shit Crate, and it's like it's full of a bunch of random stuff you don't need, and you're like, cool, how cheap is it? One dollar, I'll take it. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> then you get in this bunch of like broken Legos and shit. <laughs> cool, thank you. Was his, um, his video about how podcasts exploding in popularity any good? Uh, he barely mentioned podcasts at all. The whole the thing fuck? is about radio. It's Stupid him remembering fucker. radio. God and he mentions it. Howard Stern. Baba Bowie. It's, uh, yeah, he's on a podcast. And we're back in my day. We had many YouTubers. Like, he's, it's clear he's never heard a podcast. He's, he couldn't name a single one, but he has to talk about it. Howard had a Scotty, or else he could have used him, but he already had Jeff the Drunk. Yeah, he could have been, uh, the guy who comes fuck. in. 
Scott, oh the, man, the I can imagine that too. Fucks him up. Imagine Scotty Allen Day being called into the studio to like talk about something, and Gary lets him in, and immediately Howard go, "Ugh, you look awful. What have you been up to?" <laughs> Hey, you got fired by blonde Howard Stern. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get fired by brunette Howard Stern. Yeah, the white Howard Stern's what I call him. <laughs> D. Snyder's the white Howard Stern. Oh, he's man. the man. It's like Joshua Jerry syndrome, where you buy the cheapest possible thing over and over, and then you realize that it's not good, and then you just buy another one that's the same price. Pisses me off. I, I have a, friend, a question. My friend's regarding Howard Stern. Go ahead. I have a question regarding Howard Stern. Um, you know, I'm not much of a follower. My most vivid memories were watching uh, the late night uh, video of, of the show on E. Yeah, Channel that's E or whatever. They play like, and that's when then he was like, "All right, you see that Sibby in there?" And then he would just have like a porn star go sit on a Sibby and be like, oh yeah, how do you feel? How do you? So that was going on like over the New York radio at like 9 a.m. Yeah, all the time. I always thought that was like on a K-Rock. late night part. Was like, it wasn't as often as no. you would think. Like it was the meme a lot of because, it was just them talking about the news. Well, the meme yeah. came because um, in his movie as well, in private parts, he has like the the. Of course, it's a sexy female listener, not like a streamyard lady, like in real life. But he has like the hot lady sit on the speaker, and he like purrs into his mic and makes her horny or whatever. And like that's mm-hmm. like where the meme came from. But then he would interview like porn stars and be like. It, it definitely didn't happen like all the time, but of course, yeah. it, because it happened, that's, it like, so that's, only, a lot. that's what I remember. Those are the only parts that I remember. I was a little kid, and you know, I thought that was cool. The early days are the craziest. Like the the mm. the '80s slash interview where they're both were slashed in there with women all over him during the whole interview, just like smoking cigarettes and shirtless. And at some point, Howard's like, "I want to take my shirt off too." So he does. It's like so like <laughs> Michael Scott. So funny. <laughs> this transcript of the Scotty Allen Day video is good. It's um. Well, he's talking about like how lots of people were on Sirius and he had popular talk shows on Sirius, like Howie Carr, Russia Limbaugh is what they <laughs> translate. Russia, Russia, Russia Limbaugh. Russia, Russia Limbaugh. Russia Limbaugh. Um, and then he's like, they're always political. And then it looks like he's asking if some of them are still on the radio, not knowing that Russia Limbaugh is dead. And then it says, <laughs> uh, Howard, Howard Stern, Howard Stern was a shock jock. <laughs> I was, uh, he would talk about anything and everything and we basically on Reddit and he was an R-rated superstar. <laughs> Still on serious, man. He just cannot he's allergic to looking stuff up. <laughs> He'll just, whatever happened to the band that's still touring? Whatever happened to the radio show that's still on the air? Whatever happened uh, to movies? Whatever happened to cars? Um Aaron, I had a I had a moment the other day when I was when I was listening to a, a one of the classic Howard clips. Of JD's mugging, and it reminded me of you, JD. The CD JD had in his uh, in his CD player. It sounds like something you would have made fun of in high school. Dave Grohl's Probot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember Howard, people were like Howard really like into it. Howard and I was like, was like, "What CD was in there?" When he said Probot, him and Artie were like, "Hey, what is that?" Dave it's Grohl's like fucking metal project. metal album where he like hired a bunch of like really famous metal musicians to like play it was basically a different super band on each track or whatever yeah and yeah people are like hey you might like a dave Grohl metal and i'm like i'm absolutely not listening to that <laughs> fucking shit <laughs> when, I heard that, when, I, when i was reminded that shit i was like oh aaron hated this i bet it's exhausting to hear about dave Grohl. aaron hated this shit yeah and that was 2004 like fuck yeah, well, even then it was like, man, he's he's always doing some sort of project. He's one of those guys who's very interested in cementing his own legacy in his place in rock history. Mm-hmm. So he's always trying to like put himself next to like his classic rock heroes and put yeah, himself so in like, the canon, and he lays it on a little thick. It, he didn't it, have to either. He was in Nirvana. It has he's already right? one of the like he's most famous drummers in the world. He so on this on the Probots album he had like Chronos from Venom, Max Cavalera of Sepultura. He had fucking Lemmy. He had like Tom G. Warrior of Kel- Celtic Frost. Almost said Celtic Frost. Um, he had Lemmy. He, he had he had King yeah, Diamond, and then he also has like fucking <laughs> Jack Black on there. Like, <laughs> and he had Jack White. <laughs> they, they did a duel. It's so cool for Jack Black in your metal band though. Dope. The he was in Mario. D, the D stood for Dave. Let's go. Tenacious Dave. That is funny though. Like, bro, you were in Nirvana. You don't have to spend the rest of your career trying to convince people you're cool. <laughs> yeah, you could have just stopped and had a cool mystique about him. Like, 
I, but I, I guess you don't have. He that must about, be like, so Chris mad Nova that Kurt Cobain. But... Kurt Cobain hasn't done shit. He just fucking <laughs> killed himself, and he's still more famous than Dave Grohl. He must be so mad. <laughs> True. Zoomers aren't walking around with Foo Fighters shirts on. I did I an want... HBO special. I wonder how long Dave Grohl would have stayed in Nirvana if Kurt Cobain didn't kill himself. Because I know in like the album that they were recording, he was like doing more songwriting on it apparently, and some of that turned into Foo Fighter songs. So I would think at some point there would have been like a a split up, right? And then we'd be yeah. talking, about, oh, I wish yeah. they'd get back together with Dave Grohl. <laughs> I, I it wouldn't have lasted to two thousand, I don't think. No, like no none way. of those bands did, other than Pearl Jam. I mean, Allison Change is still at it. Steel Panther didn't start till then. They well, got it right. the main guy died. Yeah. Right, I yeah, consider it sort of a different band. Steel Panther didn't form till 2000. That's how they avoided it. One might yeah, argue we're still, we're still that... We're still bands like Steel, Steel Panther. Panther. <laughs> Back in the 2000s. Jerry Cantrell's the main guy from Alice in Chains. Oh, that's true. Check One out, might argue. Songwriting. Check out Blue Cantrell as well. Yep. Good. <laughs> Jerry can't sing well, is my opinion on it. Ooh, hey, thanks for joining us, everybody. I hire a guy, a guy to do it for him. No. You sing yeah, real uh, good. Chet, but... Chet's a fan of Lane Flatley. Nah! <laughs> Wait, what? Let me think about that. Yeah, he's laying flatly now, and he's dead. Yep. Shit. <laughs> oh shit. The uh, response to shit. <laughs> oh, shit. oh shit. Anybody out there, oh, if you're a podcaster and you're not really listening to what someone's saying, you can come back a minute later and just go, oh shit, and it's, you know, mm-hmm. just that's your signal that you're all caught up mm-hmm. mentally to whatever, what's going on. I wish I did oh, that shit. instead of faster what soda popping was up to. <laughs> no, it was PewDiePie actually. I can uh, tell you what oh, soda's PewDiePie. up to as well though. Mm-hmm. He's actually in England right now with a, I think his girlfriend's family. He's been staying there for a couple of weeks. I'm wishing them well on their journey. All right. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate Thank you it. for listening, everybody. God bless you. Yep. Uh, check out CNN. Check Later. out Fox News. Bye-bye. Bye. There we go. Both sides. Now, everybody, have you heard? If you're in the game, well, then the stroke's the word.